This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Film on the Rocks has been Colorado's essential summer event for over 20 years, featuring live performances and movies under the stars of the iconic Red Rocks Park and Amphitheater. The summer series combines some of the best <laughs> in culture views and cult classics. It's a movie experience like no other, and these viewings fill up really fast, so make sure to get your tickets as soon as possible. Head to denverfilm.org for all the details for each viewing. May through August, they've got 21 drive-in movie options for a date night. It's also great for a family outing. Uh, those drive-in movies start at just $59.50 per car. Pack as many people into a car as you want. Again, for more information, head to denverfilm.org for all the details for each viewing. My friend's getting married. On, my friend's getting married. On <laughs> well, right. the only date that was open. That was, that was the only one, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. we're What's up, everybody? And welcome in to a hump day edition of the DNBA show. That's what day it is. Yes, guys. what day it hump is. Day. Many people are saying Wednesdays are the best day for the DNBA show. Many people are saying the streets are talking. We should. We should. Snake draft days of the week. That's for <laughs> well, we're, we're making hump day cool again. That's what we're doing right. for the DNBA. It was ever cool. Make me cool for the first time. If we were, if yeah, we were, that's, that's if we were snake drafting days of the week, Friday would be most overrated. I think wow. Sunday, no. Sunday most <laughs> underrated. No, Friday is great, but most of Friday is still worse. It's true. But but this is Friday, all I'm saying. It's, it's not that it's bad. It's just overrated. Oh, but Friday, you have yet to have burned any of your weekend yet. But yeah, and also it's true. The Friday <laughs> the is the thing that the, yeah. the thing that is uh, Friday is is most. Uh, Full of is possibility, right? <laughs> Friday night, oh baby, right? Whole world's in my head. Friday at five is the best feeling of the week. Oh, my you're God. true. Yeah, yeah, it's a great time. Great life. feeling makes it the best day. Of the week. I didn't think we'd get this much traction out of days of the week, but we Unbelievable. did. Here we are. It's very casual. You might even call this a casual Wednesday edition of the show, but it's going to be a lot of fun. We got a lot of cool stuff to go to. The fan vote. You guys remember that? It's a, a thing. Vote does, <laughs> dude. What a tease. Fan vote's good this week. Uh, you know, couldn't find any Nuggets fans at the train station. So I tried <laughs> I tried the DNVR bar instead. Had some more success this time. Oh. There you go. Uh, so we got that to look forward to. We're also going to talk about Josh Primo. Many people are saying has the best name in the draft. I know. <laughs> I mean, I saw he's rising in mock drafts. I wonder how much of it has to do with his name. Dude, the only way you could have a better name than Josh Primo if your name was like Guy Baller or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> Doug Malone. If we drafted a guy named Baller, I like give me a break. Well, we, uh, Ballerina, Baller. Um, and then, of course, at the end, we're going to snake draft movie franchises. I'm going to tell you guys right now, mine will not. I, I can't wait for this. It's yeah. going to be. Yeah, this you, is. I, I've given up. Like I don't care for your vote. I'm just going to tell to you yeah, the if real. You, if you feel disconnected from Adam strategy. now, 
Just wait, wait till this uh, franchise. Haven't yeah. seen any of them. <laughs> Haven't seen any of these franchises. If you love Adam, this is the show for you. This is the show. If, if you don't. <laughs> but first, we're presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. How can you make nights like last night's Hawks Bucks game entertaining? Well, you just bet on it because at halftime, if it's a blowout or there's nothing else, you just bet on the game. Or if you can make it like especially gut wrenching. If you, <laughs> yeah. for example, just advised time, everyone. If you went on a show and told everyone to take not one but two separate Giannis Antetokounmpo <laughs> uh, bets, yeah. I was also in on those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're no dev for sure. Um, there is a. The game, the game last night, guys. We're going to start there. The game last night, it it really sucked. I mean, let's be honest. Now, totally I'm hopeful. Sucked. We haven't gotten an update to my knowledge on Giannis yet. Um, I am very hopeful. If you didn't see, the Hawks are without Trey Young, so already you're playing this game and you're like, man, okay, this sucks again. Another player's down. Hawks are blowing them out. They're up like 12 points. Man. I thought Milwaukee was on the comeback trail. I thought I actually watching the game, I was like, Milwaukee's going to win this game. Yep. Like, it, yep. Classic Hawks came out yep. hot. And right at the point where I thought like the tide was turning, I mean, I think Bucks run like a little 4-0 run or 6-0 run or something like that. Giannis comes down and hyperextends his knee, and it was gross. Oof. It was rough, dude. Yeah, exactly. They, the uh, the tide had turned. Giannis was like largely disengaged in the first half, and he like was like, "All right, fine." So he scored six straight points for the Bucks, and then he tried to defend an alley oop, and it. This is why Jokic is uh, the smartest man in the league. He's never, never defended jumped. a single alley oop. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, on to that point, you know, I, I told people that I have a little bit of hope. We'll find out what happens because it looks so bad. But I've, I personally have hyperextended my knee several times and that torn ligaments in it. So, like, some people were saying, when does that ever happen? And that's fair. Like, a lot of times people will say there's hope it's a hyperextension, but they're worried it's an ACL. And it's almost always ACL. Yeah. I'm just saying on this one, he did come back onto the court. Right? Yeah. That that was wild. He walks out onto the court like freaking Willis Reed, dude. Undertaker and, moment, man. Yeah, and he, the the cameras on the game, and you just see him like in the corner on the yeah. bench. Like, is that Giannis? Is, is he back? But what sucked though, and what made this a not Willis Reed situation, is had the Bucks just played him even because he was only out for like two minutes yeah. of game clock, three minutes of game clock, and by the time he came back, a ten point game was a twenty two point game. Yep, right, dude. The Hawks. Smelled blood in the water. Dude, they, they went ham. As, as soon as Giannis went out, they were like, whoo, all pressures off. They just started just raining threes down. It was crazy. It was such a lopsided two minute stretch. It was the most. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, the, the Bucks were like shell shocked. And, and, you know, and yeah. the Hawks were just like, all right. And, <laughs> you, and you know, Giannis was like in the tunnel, not paying attention to the game because just like focused on his knee and trainers and this, and that. And he comes back out and you can almost see the look in his eye of like, all right, let's do what. How are we down 20? <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, well, yeah, we're just not going to even play, which was probably the smart move. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he was it. ever going to play, but he walked back to the tunnel and is out. And so now we all sit here and hold our breath because I don't care who you're rooting for. You're not rooting for anybody to get hurt. And especially now you have Trey Young and Giannis. You look at that matchup and you're like, who's the best player left in the series? It, it's is it Kevin Herter? Like maybe some people <laughs> are saying that. It's insane. I mean, I'm, He's good, I'm enjoying the basketball itself. We finally found our parody. It's certainly come at a great cost. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't. And I know. It's tough. Like I'm gonna, to be clear, before this gets annoying, stop well short of like. No one cares whether I personally like put an asterisk on anything. But this is gonna be a weird, interesting playoffs at the very least to talk about in hindsight. I mean. The, the paths people are taking, it, it's coming down to attrition, just like everyone said, um, and it, but that's really manifested. The Suns are literally the only healthy team. They're not missing anyone. Right. It's true. They, right. Have, they have their entire squad, but you look at, I mean, Kawhi Leonard, not a small piece. 
you go Giannis now, and then you go to the you, you know with the Bucks with Trey Young being out. But on top of that, Cam Reddish came back right in that game and played for the mm-hmm. first time in forever. But yeah. uh, Hunter out, so it just sucks, man. Like I gotta say, watching that, watching him go down was among the biggest gut punches of this entire season. Yeah. Not, not Nuggets. Well, it sucks if he's out because this could really be Giannis's moment, man. Yeah, like it really felt like the Bucks had this series in control. They were gonna go to the finals. I think the Suns are probably the best team in the league right now, but that would have been a really good series, Milwaukee and Phoenix, if Giannis is healthy. <laughs> so and Milwaukee could have won. And yeah. Giannis could have had his moment, right. a championship to Milwaukee. It, 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 it was all setting up so perfectly. And so now we don't know. I, there is, I mean, I hate the way that this is unfolding. I hate that it's coming down to just like the biggest stars all getting hurt and we're left to sort of sift through the remains and figure out what is what we're able to cheer for. But my God, what the drama of this NBA yeah. season is like unmatched. I mean, it's like, I mean, obviously we were, we were personally really invested in the bubble, but I can't imagine, or I mean, I can't think of another season that just had so much mystery going. Like, I, I literally have no idea who's going to win this. Yeah. You almost feel like when Murray went down, it was like, I can't, what bad luck. And it was this late into the season. There's been like five major injuries since. I mean, you've had Kawhi, Damn now man. Giannis, Harden, Kyrie. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Like, how many guys, and some of these guys were already banged up, so maybe you can say, okay, it wasn't as surprising, but still, like. It just yeah. it, it it's weird that Denver actually is now like in the middle of the pack in terms of injuries late. <laughs> it's so crazy. You know, it is crazy. I mean, I think it does put a lot of context. Now, last night play could have happened at any point. It just was kind of unlucky one. But you do wonder the volume of guys that have gotten hurt. What are the lasting effects? And this is really what I want to talk about because I retweeted something from Mike Prado last night that I thought was really interesting, where he said, "Next year, these effects are still going to be lingering in, meaning just the how much basketball has been played in a short amount of time. This off season's longish, but it's still a little short. I think next year, coaches and maybe for eternity going forward, coaches are going to look at an 82 game season and say, "What is my 13 man roster? Not." my nine man with with extras but like how do i play all of these guys so that none of my guys have to play 82 and more important than that like i just build up trust because you never know you get late into the season marcus howard never really played with the nuggets all of a sudden he's playing important minutes yes. in the playoffs is it now the thing where coaches have to anticipate this and say i need 13 14 guys i can trust and yes my roster gets down to eight guys in the playoffs but i know there's 14 guys to pick from to get there well i hope so i, I don't know why that hasn't happened in previous years, I, I feel like that's a strategy coaches should have been using for these last couple of years. Like it depends on where you're at, though. Roster. Don't you think like if you are the Lakers coming off of a championship, it makes more sense for you to say we're not worried about November, December. The Nuggets had maybe the Nuggets should have been this way a little bit more this year because Definitely. they should have felt more confidence. But if you remember, they were one in four to start. Yep. Like, I think they blew that opportunity because playing catch they were playing catch up for the first two months. And I think Malone probably wanted to play Michael Porter more, probably wanted to try some of these other lineups, but he's like, we're in the nine seed right now, and we've got to catch up. Dude. And We're going to see so much more load management going forward. Oh, and then probably so we should. I mean, yeah. it's like, uh, although having a full off season and allowing p- people to get like in real uh, NBA condition before mm. the season starts, I mean, that, that seems to be what we're dealing with. It's just they, they rushed the season. They compressed the games. They made them play a bunch. They did all of these things that now you can look back on and the thing is, is that the, the problem here is that people were saying it before all of these things happened right, right. people we all kind of saw this coming yeah we, we all thought there would be a ton of high profile injuries this year it the, seems like 
the teams thought that could happen as well, but that was the risk that everybody knew they were taking starting the season in December rather than starting it in February, which for a while it seemed like that was going to do. Like That was the risk that everybody knew they were taking to keep the league financially stable, or at least that's what they were sold on. Yeah. Again, to all, all of this to make sure that we got those un, that unbelievably terrible slate of Christmas, <laughs> Christmas Day, Day games. Yeah. <laughs> so bad, so bad. <laughs> it is kind of funny to think of how that that unfolded. It is also funny to think about. You guys remember? It was like I don't remember what month it was. It might have been November when the, they were like, "We're starting up on June, J- December twenty second. It was really late. Like the season arrived when they announced it to when guys returned for training camp was like two weeks or something. It was, yeah. it was like, Oh wow. It'd be like right now receiving like, Hey, August season starts up again. Like what? Hockey. That's crazy. Whereas, There's no time. And, and you know, compound that with anyone who had a deep run in the bubble p- should have, or justifiably did take a few weeks off as soon as they got home. Right. Then you get that news, you ramp yourself back into shape. And then you made the good points, not just the short off season. It was the condensed schedule playing virtually every other night all year long yeah and most people thought the season was really going to start in february like teams thought that and then all of a sudden they were like oh no we're just kidding december i know the world is so different at this exact moment because we were just dealing with like the world was shut down yeah guys we got a zach Lowe update there is no structural damage to Giannis until let's go awkward landing that's amazing just a riff off of this because like i said everybody was saying acl last night and i was kind of I was like, man, I'm just saying I've had that exact thing yeah, where you fall the exact you're way a doctor too. and I'm yeah. a doctor. And so like with my medical expertise and background, right. I just was hopeful that this was the case, especially when he came back out, not looking like he was hurt because every time that I've hyperextended my knee, it has been intense pain where I thought for sure it yeah. was something broken. And then after like two minutes, the pain goes away yeah. and you're kind of like, I don't know. I kind of feel all right all of a sudden and, you just, yeah. and you're back. And that's what Giannis looked like when he yeah. came back out. He kind of looked like I feel all right. I mean, he was limping, but he was. Like the pain had gone away. Yeah. The one thing I will say, though, and who knows what the timetable is for his return. Oh, wow. That was the rest of the tweet. No. Un- unclear. Unclear. Yeah. Because here's the thing. the For me, and every time I've ever done it, it's been like a week where my leg has felt like it's an inch too long. Right. You know what I mean? Like it felt like it stretched Little out. Rubber bands were stretched. Rubber bands were stretched, and they have to tighten up again. So I, it felt to me every single time I've done it that if I went out and played, I would hyperextend it again. Mm, interesting. That makes sense. So I don't know if he's going to be back for this. The good news, if you're a Bucks fan, is it, if he tours ACL out next year's playoffs too. This right. year and next year's playoffs, right. he's out. It would have been Clay Thompson. Now you might be out for this rest of this playoffs, and that means you might not win a championship this year, which is dev- which would be devastating. But at least he might be healthy in two weeks and can and can be all right. So God, More injuries, he, dude. I, I bet Giannis tries to play. Me too. I bet tries to play as soon as he. He's can. gonna have some crazy, crazy looking brace on too. That's, Dude, this is gone. This is maybe I mean, he's so young, but to the to date, easily his best path to a title. Right. Easily. Oh, oh, easily. No, no Every, question. I mean, anybody who's left in the it's tournament so true. is like, this is their yeah. absolute yeah, best shot true. because you don't. It's there isn't like that heavy favorite like there always is. Kevin McHale did this by the way. I can't remember if it, what what year it was. Was it eighty five Celtics where he had a broken foot and he played on it because there was like. How often do you have a chance to be in the, the to win a championship? And he did it, and then ruined his career. Like it, it never was the same. And to this day, well, you watch Kevin yeah. McHale walk down the hallway, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, dude, that dude's still in pain from that yep. decision. Yep. So um, <laughs> with Giannis, here's the thing: if Jokic hyperextended his knee, I personally, again, I'm not a doctor, but I am right now. I'm Doctor Modest. 
I, I would be like, I bet he plays and I bet he's okay because he could scale his game down to sure. not jumping in high leverage situations and be very effective. And your knee, I think, is still stable. It's like you wear a brace, you're all right. Giannis, though, his entire game is throwing himself into unstable situations. Like, yeah. I don't think he can scale his game down to like, I'm just going to not use my athleticism today or go in any tight spaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to be a three-point specialist yeah, exactly. today. <laughs> There's just, I just don't see yeah, it. Yeah, like entire game is just like lunging at the rim. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. stretching himself out as much as possible. The Space Jam dunk. Over yeah, Space over Jam. Again. I mean, if we're talking, though, like if anybody has the ability to sort of get over this faster than other people, it'd be the guy that's called the Greek Freak. Like, he has like, the most insane body that we've seen in, in some time in the NBA. Like The good news, again, not a doctor, but Dr. Mata is over here. If, oh. the, if the Bucks do manage to get out of this series, just say, like, even if he doesn't play, but they, it's still possible that they could win this one. Hey, they look terrible without him, but who knows? Um, you know, a week's time in the finals, maybe he's healthy again. Like, that that's, is a thing that I think he I could mean, do. I so. mean, the other thing, like, bone spurs are no joke, too, on the other side. So that... You know, the oh, rest with, with Trey Young. With Trey, so yeah. I'm just saying, as far as Milwaukee's ability to maybe steal a game or two, as good as Atlanta looked, um, by the way, Nate McMillan might be the first coach to wrap up next season's Coach of the Year. <laughs> That's so uh, true. But yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how that shakes out. Is it? Mon- Monty Williams, really, it's like all good coaches. Bud is the one outlier where you're like, okay, probably not a great coach. God, he's but such a, such a bozo. <laughs> he does look like a bozo. How much of coaching do you think is learning the stare, the good stare? Because his is like, no, a lot yeah, of coaching is it. like looking good while doing it. No. Yeah, dude. He has pa- it. Phil Jackson was always a, the king of this, just very stoic. Yeah. Less I, is more. I feel like knowing this as uh, the hiring committee to find a new NBA coach, like his weird bags under his eyes that are ever <laughs> present would have been an e- immediate elimination. He can't run his Bob. hands through his hair one time and it's <laughs> effed up. It's completely out of control. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He's he also Bud's uh Pullovers just a size too small. Yeah, yeah. He always is wearing. Yeah, let's go tight. for let's go for the smarge instead of the schmedium. He, he, he does do the Eli Manning face just yeah. the interception. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Michael Malone though, by the way, he's an exception to this rule though because he like wears his emotions on his face. Oh, he's like a mood ring in that he, he turns different mood. colors. He is, yeah. a mood ring. <laughs> he is 100% a mood ring. Uh, speaking of the Denver Nuggets, guys, your Nikola Jokic had a. I mean, this is like I'm sharing a TMZ Serbia report right Sick. now, but um, so I have no idea how to confirm or deny any of this. But allegedly, uh, banned from the hippodromes. Is that how you say that? The hippodromes. Hippodromes. In. Hippodromes would be like the skin. Yeah, 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 like, back to your yeah, doctor's yeah, career. There you go. Uh, the Hippodromes, he's banned because Team Dreamcatcher got in a fight or something on the stage. Least surprising news ever. Yeah, so yeah. The, the full story is... Oh, you have the you have the scoop? Online with D-Line. Wow. We went over it. We went over it. Like, well, I didn't know you had the basically, details. Google Translate the top, details. The, his team, Jokic's team, came in first place. Yeah! But, but Wait. their top rival submitted some information about the way that they won and got them disqualified. Such a Chris Paul move right here. This is like a Chris Paul Scott Foster yes. combo. Was it their horse allegedly cut off another horse? Yes, it was yeah. it, it was a, a, the the way that the 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 race was run down the stretch, but the top rival submitted a complaint and got the team disqualified and they had to vacate their victory and then aftermath Af- the aftermath. Right, okay. Some of the handlers of the Dreamcatcher stables. Handlers. Who do we think those guys are? <laughs> <laughs> confronted the members of the opposing barn, as excited. Uh, I don't I know if that's this, the right word, but uh, punches were thrown. Uh, Feelings were hurt. Is, is the word you're <laughs> and I, now, the, the, and as it shakes out, Team 
uh, Dreamcatcher is disqualified for a period of six months from wow. Sombor, right? Dude, it's the Sombor that one. wipes out the whole summer. Yeah, there's, the there's, there's got to be some sort of public pressure we can apply. Yeah, there's the gotta AR. be. Like, can we get can we this to an out, appeals court? Yeah, yeah, can we find out who the other guys were and just completely tarnish them? Yeah, let's let's drag them. It's really, the only absolutely <laughs> drag that turnabout stable. is fair play is in, in the, the world that I come. I mean, from. I've been here and they've been using some questionable uh, injections. <laughs> that's over that's at so other, true. Uh, man. I've stable. heard that as well. Who amongst into what those horses are eating. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's, That's what, what I'm saying, saying man. Yeah, who would oppose the top human, even uh, in a race? Well, so I actually was thinking this. The balls on the committee to like disqualify him. It's like Jokic and Sambor. I mean, come on, man. I'm also pretty sure his family like runs the track. <laughs> they have. Well, I mean, at a, at a certain point, though, you have to respect it. They have so much respect for the Hippodrome that they wouldn't yeah, allow it celebrity. Is a it is a gentleman's sport at the end. <laughs> Unbelievable. And also, like, I've, yeah, I've watched the Derby. That's really the extent of my horse racing uh, viewership. But I watched the Derby. I've never once looked at a stable or jockey or any of this and been like, man, those guys can beat some ass. But I have looked at the Okich family. Yeah. Like, those guys. So I have to imagine this was a a, a quarrel between a very, oh. very lopsided quarrel. Well, we, we looked at the video last week of just a candid moment between man, horse, and handlers. They looked like some... <laughs> they're all big. They were pretty big guys. Pretty big guys. <laughs> they, they didn't see... I mean, they sure that they're, you know, they represent the top human, but they did look like they could throw some, look, uh, th throw some hands. This isn't the Saratoga racetrack, buddy. No. You know? <laughs> Slightly different culture, I think. Do you sure. think you think Serbian horse racing is like real... Street? Certainly sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This is what I'm we, saying. We I don't, don't know. To, we don't have to theorize here. We we have some cold hard evidence. This is more like when I bring my cousin to like the like fancy restaurant and he's arguing with the waiter. Like, dude, that's like, we're, not, we're not doing that here. You don't have to fight the waiter. <laughs> Just ask for the, yeah. the side. Um, so I, that's all that I'm saying. I think it was more of that situation. Dry, but, I have no idea. Yeah. Just we're talking. All, Just talking on the couch here. Anyway, man, I just I hope this doesn't ruin the summer. <laughs> Well, Yogic I mean, without horse? Yeah, what's, are what's you, the effectiveness? Does he have to just get in the gym every day? Wait, did you just tell Yogic to have a nice summer? No, I said I <laughs> hope it doesn't affect his summer. I know, summer. but in a backhanded way. <laughs> what I'm saying Does is... Does he pick up another hobby? Like, oh, my God. Well, Yogic is still able to recreationally ride his horses. I mean... It, Can he ride his horses? Well, today? in his little carriage. Buggy. Oh, in the, yeah, in the, the little, yeah. In his little chariot. His chariot. His trotter, chariot. The trotter, actually. The trotter. trotter. Which is just like Adam driving in his daughter's toy car. Yeah, yeah, of know? course. Yeah. I would, you could, should get a big, like, Ben-Hur char chariot and ride. No, like, he well, should he get, like, a real it. fancy one. He what? deserves it. He needs to be carted around that place like Zeus himself. It would be incredible, <laughs> like horse and buggy type thing, like like an old Wells Fargo. Yeah. With like know. spiky wheels Spikes out the side, like nobody <laughs> else with Yoko. <laughs> you know, the old carriage or whatever? That's what they should have. Oh, I thought you meant like sponsored well, that's by... Right. Like, <laughs> I was, just, I was gonna a say, Western we should, Union carriage. We should, yeah, we should get it. It's like, yeah, the, the Jokic carriage brought to you by Honda. Could we... We should look into this. Can DNVR sponsor... Team Dreamcatcher. What? Like, what's the going rate for sponsorship here? Well, Jokic would shut that down. <laughs> he would definitely shut <laughs> there's, down. there's no point. He'd be so confused by us doing that. <laughs> oh. like, why? Hey, man, anything to, to support, as you've said, the top human. Let's, anything let's, we can do. Let's take a break. On the other side, we're going to hit the fan vote. I have not seen this, so it has been unauthorized. I'm going off of votes uh, word here. I haven't seen it either. So <laughs> we'll find out together. Uh, we're also going to talk. Yeah. Wow. Talk about Josh All right. Primo. <laughs> Josh Primo on the other side. Are we hitting a break? Uh, guys, make sure to check out the Mile High City Copper Lager from Breckenridge Brewery. You can pick it up everywhere at your local liquor store at the Breckenridge Farmhouse. Uh, it's in that Skyline Blue Nuggets can with the Nuggets logo on it. Make sure to pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager uh, for this weekend or this week. 
Also, oh, it's uh, Wednesday. Um, at manscaped.com right now, you guys can get 20% off plus free shipping on what? your Manscaped products. What? With the code DNVR. Now, there's a lot of stuff to get at Manscaped, a lot of different uh, products, sure. a lot of different trimmers, <laughs> uh, a lot of different types of stuff you can get. Grooming um, accessories. Yeah, I would suggest the Lawnmower 4.0. I, yeah, I would yeah. suggest it. I can verify. Top of the line. Electric trimmer, top of the line. <laughs> you can get 20% off the lawnmower 4.0, which has uh, the 4000K LED light, sure. wireless charging, different blade lengths, uh, the carrier bag as well, $39 value with that. You can get it all for 20% off with the code DNVR at manscaped.com. You also get free shipping on that. So again, go to manscaped.com, use the code DNVR. Become the Picasso of the manscaping. Off. Uh, I don't like that one. Let's just become like just the guy that become the Picasso. You know, just sort of just takes care of biz. He's not trying to make it an art project. Yeah, yeah. Like, get in, get out. <laughs> it's an efficient tool. We all know what we're trying to get out of this. <laughs> are we, uh, oh, is that it? Are we ready to go to the fan vote? Oh, oh man, really my gosh. We are back. Loose well, before we do, I guess we have a super chat that Kale really wants us to get to. So let's go to our super chat. Any interest in trading up to get Corey? Why would we go over this in the prospecting session. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll if he fell it. in the draft. Be honest with you, man. Don't know. Don't know yet. Haven't gotten he, there. Here's what I know about Corey Kispert. Um, he looks a lot like Chris Pine, and I have a hard time looking past that. Who? Chris, Chris Pine, Pine, the actor. This oh, is like, I was going to say he looks a lot Chris like Pine, Joe Harris. Chris Pine. <laughs> Chris Pine guaranteed to make an appearance in our movie franchise draft. <laughs> well, also. Him looking like that, not nearly as bad as Duarte looking like the guy who got his ass kicked. No, this one's good. I'm trying, I'm trying to say that Corey Kispert's a good-looking dude, yeah. man. I wasn't happy to report that, by the way. That was not... Wait, I, I honestly think it's damning. Like, Probably some can't of the best intel on the draft we've got at this point. Can't do it. It's certainly, you know... All right. So do you want to set up the fan vote here? Yeah. So I uh, we went with battle trivia this time, guys. Oh, uh, wow. So I found some Nuggets fans here in the DNVR bar. I pitted them against each other oh, man. in some, uh, some quick trivia. And we made a new friend, guys. We met a new friend here at the DNVR bar. That's our first um, one. That is right. <laughs> I'm really excited for you guys to meet him. Really excited for you guys to check this one out. So um, shout out all the homies that uh, that came and helped us out. You'll meet them now. Let's watch this for the first time Let's together. Let's go. We had a great this time. Is, you turn it up uh, so we can station, meeting Nuggets, well, Bulls fans, geography buffs, all kinds of folks. But surprisingly, we struggled to find Nuggets fans at the train station. Where could we go to find more success? Suddenly, it dawned on me. I didn't have to go anywhere at all. <laughs> this shit is so dumb. <laughs> I love this so much. All right, I'm here with a couple of loyal Nuggets fans just stumbled into them organically at the bar. These are two of my friends, two big time Nuggets fans. Unfortunately, only one of you can leave with both of those labels today. <laughs> the loser is never allowed back. Are you That's guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. All right, Mitchell and Harry, let's do this. Question number one. Who did the Denver Nuggets play on opening night? Remember your buzzers. We've, we've crafted a very specific and <laughs> a unique buzzer system here at DNVR. They must take a sip of Rakia to answer the question. And here goes Mitch. Is it the Pelicans? That is incorrect. I hope you enjoyed the Rockia, though. Um, actually, I messed up. The, I messed up the question. So how about that? Uh, it was who did they play at home? Who was their home opener? Uh, all right, let's just film that whole thing again. Sure. How about that, guys? <laughs> you can leave the Rockia empty this time. Cool. 
Actually, that wasn't that bad. No, it's not. I like it. That was smooth. I like it. It is. Okay. Guys, cool. meet my friend Eugene Shorts. Eugene, this is oh, Mitchell. Oh, man. This is Harry. Hi. Uh, Joe, you and Eugene will play each other in the next round. Bre Brendan, yeah. Brandon's Brandon, the CEO. Heard. Yeah. Brandon, yeah. So great to meet you, man. Thanks for coming out. Oh, Thanks for great. coming out. Great. <laughs> All right. Jesus. Love that Eugene oh, guy. Man. The first question to you. And remember to ring your buzzer. You got to take a splash of Rockia. Oh. That's how we do it at DNVR. Who did the Denver Nuggets play in their home opener? It's the Kings, isn't it? It is the Sacramento Kings. That yeah. is right. Let's refill those Rocky glasses. I'll get you guys. It's best two out of three. So, Mitchell, to survive, you need to get this question. Got it. Let's so, go. like, just throw that shot down yeah, as soon as go. I'm done talking. <laughs> question number two. What place is Michael Malone on the all-time Nuggets coaching regular season wins list? It's Harry. Third. That's right. Harry, congratulations. I got to shake your hand. Uh, Mitch, you've been 86th from the DNVR bar, All but right. thanks for coming down. You're a true homie, friend of the show. All right, Harry's through. We're ready for our next round. We're trying to find out who's going to meet him in the finals. I'm joined today by a couple of fellows that I think I've just met both of them for the first time today. To my left, it's Joe. We made the drive down. To my right, uh, met him down at the bar. Uh, I think he just started watching the Nuggets, but he really seems to know his stuff. Uh, Eugene, Eugene Shorts, is that right? Yeah, Shorts with an S on the end. Uh, yeah, from Cali. Uh, shout out Cali. Yeah. Just moved here to Denver. Love California. Pretty cool. Pretty cool place. Not Cali, though. Like, definitely not. No beach. Um, yeah, I mean. But, um, yeah, I just started watching Nuggets this year. Big Lakers fan. But, you know, Nuggets are a cool team. Um, just just caught a couple games a here. Any takes for us? Any Nuggets takes? Jokic isn't that good. Mm. Like, I mean, not that bad. He's pretty good. <laughs> what are the Nuggets doing with Bull Bull, dude? Like, who's even the Nuggets coach? George Carl? Like, can George Carl play Bull Bull more? Like, I don't know if the Nuggets win a championship until that happens. Uh, look, man, you you and the big media in town here, you guys are right in line. I think you guys view this man. team the same way. So I think you're the right guy to have here, two equally qualified contestants. Let's get after it. Okay, guys, question number one. What was the Denver Nuggets starting lineup on opening night? Joe. <laughs> uh, Jamal Murray. That's right. Gary Harris. That's correct. Michael Porter Jr. That's correct. Paul Millsap. That's also correct. Nicole Jokic. He's done it. Wow. Damn. Joe leads one nothing. Uh, massive upset. Although again, Eugene just started watching the Nuggets, so it, we can't. Who's really... Gary Harris? California dude. guy. He, he plays for the Orlando Magic now. Damn. Former Michigan. <laughs> All right. Question number two. For which team does former Denver Nuggets legend Emmanuel Mudiay currently oh. play for? Talk to us, Eugene. Uh, zero. No, no one. Right. That's correct. Emmanuel Moutier is a free agent. Tim yeah. Connolly. Tim, just saying, he's available. Okay, guys. Well, it's 1-1. Um, Still a believer in Moutier, by the way. <laughs> Dude, like, you can't teach 6-6. Six, six. You can't oh teach 6-5, 190. I'm getting upstaged on my own segment. Okay, <laughs> listen, guys. It's, it's best two out of three, and we've got a tie. So there's a couple of ways we could sell this. We could get to question three to settle it, or we could... Uh, we could just settle it. We could just battle to the death. So it's up to you guys. Do you guys want to go with the question? I think I'm good with the question. The qu yeah, yeah. Go All right, with we'll the go question. with the question. We'll go with I'm the like, question. I'm like, I'm a chiller, you know. Yeah, like, I don't think Cal is. Chill, yeah. Right. trying to chill yeah. tonight. All right, fair enough. We'll go with the question. I did prepare for that. Okay. Um, your third and final question, gentlemen. Do we need another shot or what? You do, yeah. You guys, like, barely you. drink up here in Denver. <laughs> like, what the heck? In what round of which draft... Did the Denver Nuggets select future Hall of Famer Thomas Welsh? Eugene? Uh, 
Second round. Correct. Which draft? The 2018 draft. That is correct. I'm Damn. sorry, Joe. It seemed like you had it. He oh. was just quicker on the trigger. Yeah, that Rakia D-line's not joking. Eugene, brother, you're in the finals, man. Let's do it. Let's get Harry back in this. Harry, nice, bring your man. shot glass, man, and let's let's find our champion. We're here. It's the finals. Uh, a couple of fine gentlemen, a couple of big-time Nuggets fans here. Just ready to find out which fan, which just casual fan off the street, you know, has a deeper deeper wealth of, of Denver Nuggets knowledge. I've got uh, Harry in the um, finals. Actually, I go by Harrison. Harrison. Okay, so we've got Harrison in the house. Uh, and then to my right, Eugene. And that's right, right? Yeah, that's you, full, full name preferably, Eugene Shores. Eugene Shores. <laughs> yeah. Which Denver Nugget led the team in total blocks this season? Eugene, ready to drink, ready to answer. Uh, Nikola Jokic? That is incorrect. Oh, damn. Harry, the door's open. Jermichael Green? That is also incorrect. Oh. Unbelievable. Well, it should have been Bobo. I mean, we all know that <laughs> if that dude would have played at all. All right, guys, what we'll do is we'll move on to another question. One more question to settle this. We'll just keep going until one of you guys, one of you guys knows something, anything about pressure. the Denver Nuggets. According to basketball reference, who is the career leader in offensive rating for the Denver Nuggets? Eugene. Nikola Jokic. That is also incorrect. I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys a hint. He was drafted not that long ago. He's currently on the team. Thomas Welsh. Good guess, Eugene, but it's not Thomas Welsh. Jamal Murray? That is also incorrect. This is unbelievable. They're just melting under the pressure. Bull, bull. <laughs> no, that is not Should correct. Be. That is not correct. Okay. We're going to change it up here. Okay. Got a, got a slightly easier question for you guys. Just trying to get us drunk. Monte? You don't have to drink. Just shout it out. Okay. New question. Where did the new nugget Aaron Gordon go to college? Uh, Arizona. That is correct. Unbelievable. Harrison's done it. Harrison. We've got a new champion. This guy knows his stuff. Uh, how'd you even hear about our bar? Were you just, what were you doing down there? Uh, I was longboarding down Colfax, mm, uh, just, and um, I just saw DNVR bar. Like those mountains look pretty sick. Reminded me of back home, like Sierra Madre area. Sure, sure. So uh, yeah, I just stopped in. Uh, seemed like a pretty cool spot. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks to Mitchell and Joe for joining us, and thanks to all of you for joining us here on the Fan Vote. Nevada's. Sierra Madre is a town <laughs> in California. Sierra Madre is a town in California. Yeah. yeah. Right, hey, guys, we're back. We're back. Um, wow. Well, that was really fun. <laughs> that was really fun. Uh, big thanks to my my friend Eugene for uh, for helping us out. That guy, he knew more than I thought he would. I don't like the look of that guy. I got to be honest. <laughs> Definitely a shady guy. <laughs> Very shady guy. No, no room for any more California transplants. Like, in the, I mean, in and frankly, like that mustache style. A little, dis uh, a little problematic. <laughs> Might be a Cali look. I don't know. <laughs> Must be a Cali thing. <laughs> but thank you. Uh, thank you to the homies for Mitchell, Joe, Harrison for coming down and helping us out. Appreciate you guys. Chris, I got to tell you, I love the fan vote. Thanks, man. I do too. It's super fun. I'm already thinking about next week. So. You already got it? I wouldn't say that, it. but I'm thinking about <laughs> it. It works shopping them. Uh, all right, we got to move on now, guys. Keep the show moving and talk about our. We're going to do prospecting. I just got to acknowledge that last comment. Which one? It says, it actually took me a good three minutes to realize that was just Harrison. <laughs> no, no, there's there's no, no way. Wow. No way it took three minutes. <laughs> they were like, I think that's Harrison, but I know he's not from Cali. And. <laughs> Doesn't have that weird nose. Well, we had the studio lights on, so Harry, the Harrison, uh, actually couldn't see. So Eugene walks up and he goes, 
who is that? It's <laughs> the funniest part of my night. It's amazing. Eugene, good name. Um, so I was going to go with Chad, but it Chad. was <laughs> um, <laughs> Every Wednesday, we're going to take it. We're going to prospect. We're, look, look, we, I didn't even know we had a graphic here. A little prospecting here because we're, we're looking we're for. We last week too, bro. I must not have looked up at that point. Um, but we're going to talk about one player in the draft. We might actually end up having to like ramp this up to do two, three players in the draft just to get the draft is coming up before we know. I think it's like five weeks away or four and a half oh. weeks away. So it will be here before you know it. Of course, we're going to have a big drive, sh- uh, big live draft show, which will be a lot of fun. So mm. dope. Uh, you're probably going to want to be at the bar. We'll probably yeah. do a bunch of drinks. Like, oh, all yeah. stuff, Dude, man. Like you'll probably 100% wait. get fan voted also. If you you probably will get fan voted. <laughs> um, have a live fan vote. <laughs> but today we've got Josh Primo. Josh Primo. All right, Harrison, Ooh. what can you tell us about Josh Primo? So we looked at Chris Duarte last week, the oldest prospect in the draft. Josh Primo is the youngest prospect. He's in the, the youngest. The youngest prospect in wow. the draft. Who's the in the middle? Player. Who's like director? <laughs> I, need a, I need a personal assurance that's not, that's not a picture of Colin Sexton. It does. <laughs> From this angle, and also it's Alabama, so there is a little. <laughs> yeah, actually, are we sure? <laughs> We're <laughs> not sure. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Kale's like, do not question me again. Yeah, he's number eleven. Uh, he's number eleven. Yeah, no. dude. I think that dude. One hundred percent Colin Sexton. <laughs> we caught it. Though. We caught it. You could say yeah, your send your hate mail to like super Colin producer Sexton. Kale at, at the DNVR bar. <laughs> anyway, Josh Primo looks kind of like that. Are we gonna? We just have to now call him. Uh, Okay, yeah, producer now, Kale. <laughs> now I'm never going to be able to get that comparison out of my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, that lame ass Nuggets fan with Chris Duarte, and it's Colin Sexton <laughs> with Josh Primo. What are we doing? We're just tanking drafts. Uh, right. Well, we can only have one. It's best to eliminate everybody else on very surface level reasons. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Okay, anyway, so yeah, Josh Primo is the youngest prospect in the draft. Uh, he was the youngest player in college basketball last year. He's only 18. He doesn't turn 19 until December, I believe. Um, the measurables on him are exactly what you're looking for in a guard. Six foot six, six eleven wingspan. He's got a lot of tools. Um, I mean, he has everything on paper that you look at and you're like, all right, this should be a guy that gets taken in the mid first round. Uh, if you're looking to fill an NBA backcourt, um, good frame, good length. Uh, the thing about you know Josh Primo is he's definitely got a ton of upside. That's like the biggest thing that people talk about him with. Um, averaged eight points per game last year. Didn't really play a ton. Played 22 and a half minutes. Started mostly, but came off the bench for a little bit. 38% from three. So he's got a ton of upside. Um, scoring the ball, playmaking, passing. He's got some nice defensive upside as well. What do you think of this comp from from uh, the comments here? PJ Dozier Jr. Oh, um, well, when, when we go to the highlight, you'll see he plays a little bit like PJ Dozier. He also just reminds me of Nick Young, like just how he. That's how I had. It was my comp. How he his runs, shots. How yeah, he his moves, movements. His yeah, shot, very Nick Young. Very swaggy. PS. Yeah. His shot, especially man, it looks like a carbon copy. Yeah. Swaggy Primo. Swaggy Primo, man. Wow. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He should. He should take. He that. should take that. Primo's got a lot of stuff that intrigues you. Uh, he he's got a ton of upside. It seems like just as a scorer and has even flashed a lot as a defender, but is just really unpolished. You know, he's super young, uh, really rough around the edges. Uh, he'll probably need, you know, a little bit of time to get up to the NBA speed, but uh, the potential definitely seems like it's there. Well, look, I mean, my first thought when you say upside youngest player in the draft is just 
how does that fit into what Denver's the trying timeline. to get done and Michael Malone is the head coach? Um, which is one of my first thoughts with any prospect. Like, how likely is he to play this guy? Um, do they need to fill next year's rotation through the draft? Do you guys have a definitive feeling on I that definitely one? Definitely not. I d- definitely not. They never trust rookies. They shouldn't trust yeah, rookies. Even like, I think they, oh, I think they should. You do. I do. I do think that there is something too. Like if you're going to have a guy, you should be able to maybe not right out of the gate, but you should have a plan to like, hey, we hope this guy is playing minutes. I mean, this is the problem with Zeke Naji is I think he's a really good player, mm-hmm. but how fo- how confident are we that he made meaningful progress this year mm-hmm. when he just didn't play? And so well, maybe I'm, with the G League team, this is a little bit different. But I still right, think, right. look, every year there are teams that have rookies or second-year players that go deep into the playoffs that by that time it's like, hey, you know, we're getting something out of these guys that's really meaningful. And I, I just yeah. think it's important. But I don't think that means, like, the Nuggets need to target a guy who's older who's and can made, come right? in and play right away. I think it's a philosophy. And honestly, going forward, we talk about a lot of the money is going to be wrapped up. Like, you're just going to have to play cheap contract guys. And that means probably having to have every year one rookie that, again, you're not counting on to win you games. Right. But by the end of the season, you count on them to be your sixth, seventh, eighth guy. And so uh, I don't know how that plays into Josh Primo, but I just do think philosophically this idea of like, the Spurs, you know, the never play rookies. You go, you sit the bench your first two years. No, man, I don't think you can afford that anymore if you're Denver. Especially going forward as these extensions come through the pipeline. Abs- absolutely. Um, his shot does look really smooth to me. Um, he said it looked like Nick Young. It just looks like a very effortless shot. Um, I don't know what kind of like volume shooter he will be because the one thing about his shot is it's really slow. That's my one concern about it is it's not a quick release. It's not a super slow like Marcus Camby style, like takes forever to wind yeah. up. But it's just not the kind of shot that I think you're going to surprise defenses with because it goes up so quickly. And this translates even more to the off-the-dribble game. So you talk about knockdown open shooter, yeah, dribble handoffs. It looked like he had some you know ability to do the dribble handoff game. But if he's going to create a shot off of the bounce, it's just every time he does a move, comes to a full stop, almost Joe Ingles-esque, I guess. And another thing I noticed about him, He's way less athletic than you think he'd be. Like when he gets into the rim around the paint, he's not like a high flyer. Yeah. N- not at all. Hmm. Kind of like a little like Nick Young, actually, in that way. He's he's more of a, a guy who's going to beat you around the rim, at least right now, who he was in college with like little scoop shots and yeah. up and unders and getting to defender in the mm-hmm. air and, and making a move that way. He's not going to beat you with athleticism going over the top. This was actually my biggest concern with him. Denver has Jokic, not a super athlete. Murray, kind of, but in weird ways. I do think Denver needs somebody that's... They they just need as much athleticism around your big two players as possible, and that includes length, but also athleticism. And he's like a... He's a bit of a slow-mo player. He kind of reminds me of Kyle Anderson in some of his moves where you're just like, man, he is moving at his own pace right now. Doesn't have a very quick first step, so shots are pretty much probably going to have to be created for him through some kind of action or off-ball. So you, you can use those players. I'm not saying every player Denver brings in has to be a super haber athlete or quick step. But if you are targeting this guy as a guy that's going to be a potential starter or a guy that plays significant minutes with the Jokic-Murray combo, it, it makes it tough if he's not oh, athle- athletic. And yeah. we have uh, highlights, right? Like we have. Oh, yeah, we, so do, we do have, have some highlights. highlights. Yeah, do we want to bring those up? Here we yeah, go. we can bring them up as, as we kind of talk about them. Here's the shot. Um, one one question, you know, or point I had, like in that incon- in the weaknesses column, you had inconsistency and unpolished. And at this point, I wouldn't mind seeing more polished and more consistent pie, no, players right. on the Nuggets. Or if they're inconsistent, can they be hyper athletic, like Adam said, right? right. Trying to polish off that athlete. 
I do love his open jumper though, and like that's not a small thing. I'm not trying to discount it. Like he, there's some guys that shoot and make them, and you're like, like I that don't is know. Nick Young, yeah, man. it's such a Nick Young <laughs> shot, isn't it? Doesn't he have a lot of Nick Youngs? Yeah, just like he really does. Mannerisms and release. Yeah. What's going on here? Catch Kick to shoot. the corner. Oh yeah. Oh man, it, when he was covered by us just now. <laughs> that, that arc is pretty though. It really, it's a really, it's a really pretty a nice set shot. shot. Is he probably really pretty a three looking. point shooter? Three, three and D, I guess you would say. Like, I mean, see, like there's him getting into the lane. You see that like little yeah. floater. Mm -hmm. He's not a high riser. Sure, but he's not even like. There's some types of guys that attack the basket charge. but don't get up high, and then there's guys that attack the basket like he does, which is he's going for the finesse. Right. He's not going to You'll dunk it on people. Here, I think is one. Get kind of gets the fender in the air. How long? There's is he, a nice pass. Is he a freshman? Like, how many years has he played? He's a He's a yeah, freshman. He's, he's the youngest, youngest player in the draft. draft. He's That's 18. Right. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I do wonder how much that stuff matters. Like there, he, he got the foul call, but, you know, didn't really get above the rim. I'm so curious if this next generation of, of draft prospect, like, if the shooting just across the board is elevated. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Coming yeah. in as a shooter, if, if, if he's an even better shooter than what a shooter was 10, 15 years ago. See, there, he gets to the rim, gets the foul call, but, like, got blocked. He just got absolutely consumed. And it's just slow movements. It's not like you think, oh, you could teach him to become explosive. He's just—he's right. not—he's not, not yeah. going to be explosive, I don't think, in any way. Does that concern you at all, though? Just his like, the way he plays. That that. Yeah, I mean, it's that much harder to get done at the at the next level too. I mean, if you approach the lane tentatively, you have to have a really really high skill level and knack for finishing around the rim. So, I mean, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm not just from where Denver's at. I'm not enthralled by Josh Primo to this point. But. I do love guys though that can you know obviously that can shoot. Um, he is so young. You think you hope he can develop, but that's it. again that's like, it yeah. seems like someone else's timeline. But right. defensively, what do we got with him? You know, defensively, I actually saw some good stuff with him just in terms of his one-on-one -on -one defense. Right. Yep. Uh, staying in front of guys because he's got a really big frame. He's six six with a seven foot wingspan, and he's not like he is pretty wiry just because he's a freshman. And he's eighteen years old. But it definitely seems like he's got a body that he can grow into. Yeah. So I think defensively, uh, some encouraging stuff for sure. You have a question, Cal? The indignation in his voice. <laughs> so man, well, he goes like, and I'm like, yes, Cal is like, he loves it. And then, it, oh, I didn't go to broadcast school. And then he's like, we've not used this. Boom, boom, like, what is going on here? We've always done. No. <laughs> it's like I feel for Kale because we've been doing this show for two years and Kale's done that like for every show that we've ever done. He's done this? I've never seen it. Yeah, that. we just don't look, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, I'm usually he, looking he at something. He's trying. He's I, trying. I appreciate Kale. I so, wish that he did have a question. Like, is it cool if I put another picture of Colin Sexton up? No, no it's not okay, Kale. Um, <laughs> all right, let's ask this then. Vote, I'll start with you. Primo or Duarte? Duarte. Okay. S simply because more ready player. Primo for me, pretty easily. For actually, um, what for reasons like um, just the upside. I mean, I don't think Duarte has much upside at all. Mm. And I mean, if I'm Denver, like I s stick to the formula that's like kind of worked in past drafts. Like I'm trying to swing for a home run. Like to be honest, mm. and I, I think Primo. I don't even know if he'll be there at 26 because it seems like from what I've read, he's flying up draft boards. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I think he fits kind of the Tim Connolly mold, to be honest. High upside uh, guy who, who can grow into a heck of a player. More, There's more talent there. Yeah? yeah. Is that fair? 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Both of these guys, like, they seem flawed. Obviously, they're they're young. Uh, one much younger than the other. Uh, Duarte, obviously, the one fatal flaw that is hard to look past, which is the way the the fact that he looks like the guy. I can't believe this um, is really a flaw for you. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm, I'm kidding. I don't know. Like I, you know, like it, it does seem like if if what you're talking about, Adam, the doctrine that you want somebody to come in that can actually play in that first year, that seems like that's Duarte. I mean, he's older, he's more poised. He's been, has a lot more experience. Like this feels like a, somebody you're bringing in to bring along slowly. Yeah. I'm, I'm primo. I think pretty comfortably I'm, I'm with Harrison on this one. One, I think the draft is about drafting upside. Like you only yeah. get so many shots. Yeah. At I, it. I totally agree. You can find guys, especially 24 year olds. Like you could find guys that are like, you know what? This is a solid player. I mean, these are the Tory Craig mold. You know, what I was thinking by the way, you know who could have been this guy that we just don't know is Greg Whittington. I know it's almost a joke at this point, but Greg Dude, Whittington I, fits the mold. It of, became a joke because like, I was so interested in him because he's he like, got hurt. I know that, but I mean like, yeah, I, like he to me is still very like, intriguing. He's you can a big, get tall a player. Greg Whittington every single year. Just yeah. pluck him from Europe. Maybe we can for actually a year just get a Greg Whittington by getting Greg Whittington. Maybe not. Why not? Man? I'm just saying there was a chance that Greg Whittington came in and became a new Tory Craig. Totally, where it's like, man. hey, this is yeah. not is he a great player? No, but is he a rotation piece? Yes. And I think Duarte projects to be that. Uh, Primo, look, I'm not saying I, he's like a lock prospect or anything. Guys at 26, you can look at the history of 26 picks. A lot of duds in there, man. And like the guys that hit are usually like, you know, Landry Shamit, who's good, you know, but it's not like he's a star or nothing. It's that, just like, yeah. That's kind of what I mean, though. That's sort of why I lean towards Duarte, is just like, all right, I can. The known quantity. Yeah, I can safely see him on the back end of a rotation. Yeah. But, you know, Justin uh, McGinley in the comments here pushes back with a great point. Duarte may seem more ready. Is Malone going to play him anyway? No, no. So that, that's a really <laughs> no, good point. No, but he, yeah. he's not. And I don't think Duarte, honestly, like some of his flaws are like feel of the game, yeah. vision sure. stuff. So he would have he would be a rookie just like anyone else in important categories that are important, obviously, to Malone and should be important to Malone. So I think Primo, he's a guy, anytime you're 18, you know, you're that young, your odds of fixing some of your flaws are great. And I don't think he'll ever be an explosive athlete, but I do think he'll be a great shooter and like that's at least a skill. So. Yeah. One other thing about Primo that that may change uh, your guys' uh, opinion on him. Talk to me. He's from Toronto. Oh, that's Whoa. right. That's right. That is a key He's detail. He's from Toronto. He what? went to uh, high school for a couple of years, about 30 minutes from Kitchener, uh, where Jamal Murray's from. So Canadian connection, baby. That's interesting. It's How is interesting, interesting to file How is his name Joshua Primo, and he's from not Italy. Canada. <laughs> Primo. <laughs> I, love Canada. I love Primo, man. All right, let's hit our last break. On the other side, though, guys, we are going to have our snake draft of the week. It is movie <laughs> franchises. I uh, can't wait. I got to be honest. I am dreading this draft. <laughs> oh, I'm dreading it, too, but I can't wait. I can't wait. What's the order here? Vote first. Oh, I'm second. Yeah, Eric third. Go. Wind. I, I like going fourth in this draft. All right. Yeah, I don't feel good about the top. Draft, I got yeah. less pressure on the fourth pick. Oh, I can't wait for the snake draft coming up. Uh, first, though, let's talk about Illegal Pete's. The home of the stir. Yes, finally. The home of the stir. We were talking about this on, on the podcast a couple of days ago. How is the stir just not standard Standard at all burrito Industry places? protocol. Yeah. I mean, truly, like, like, if you open a burrito place, a hallmark or a, just a foundational pillar should be the stir. Yeah, like, shouldn't it just be 
criminal negligence if you're you okay with your patrons eating a, just a glob of sour cream? Oh, you wanted some sour cream in this bowl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stir it yourself. Stir it. Yeah, no. we, we gave you the fork. I'm telling you, it's like if you get fajitas and they bring out the little things and then you can make yourself. That's how it is when they don't stir because then you can pick exactly how much of every item you want. Yeah, but fork. you're not... But then they you're, wrap. You're not you're wrapping yourself. it yourself. It, the, these burritos they're wrapping are, it for you. Big big burrito is made with no care at all. <laughs> no care at all. Yeah, really, so we you like don't have to get the stir. We just like okay a homogenous bite. Is it so wrong to love a homogenous bite? I think it is. <laughs> uh, right now at Illegal Pete's at um, all of their locations, they got six of them, including one just blocks away from the DNVR bar on East Colfax. They've got happy hour from three to six p.m. every day. Every day. $1 off drafts, $1 off all house and coin style marks, $20 party marks, $1 off large chips and queso uh, and large chips and guac uh, and free chips and salsa if you're drinking at the bar as well. That's another thing all uh, restaurants should have, all Mexican restaurants. Chips free and chips and salsa. I agree. Free chips and salsa. Just Last liter. Bring them no in. Questions no. no questions asked. How come uh, Legal Pete's understands so clearly what others don't? Man, why is yeah. it? They, they, they are Colorado through and through. They just know what's up. So check out Illegal Pete's today, guys. Uh, also on DraftKings right now, they're still letting you bet a dollar uh, to win a hundred bucks if you're a free user or a new user. Hopefully, you guys didn't listen to our advice on yesterday's show <laughs> when we told you to put a dollar on Milwaukee. Although I still feel good about that bet. I know that, that, that was, still was the right bet. That was to the hyper correct. That was the hyper correct right to make. Um, if you want to put a dollar uh, on a team to win tonight, you could select I'm the on, Los Angeles Clippers. I'm on the Clips. I'm on the Clips. <laughs> yeah? I'm on the Clips tonight. I think I'm on the Clippers too. If this feels like it has, my to heart seven. I it has to go seven. I got the tonight, but I also said that the last two games. I've completely turned on the Suns. <laughs> yeah. Completely turned on. I have two, but I also then, when left with the idea that Giannis was out, and considering our friend of the show, Espo, I was like, I want this for Espo. I want it for him too, but I don't want it for Chris Paul more than I want it for I him. I sent him a message on Twitter. I was like, I don't like Chris Paul at all, but I want you to have this. Well, so oh, you you so are nice more of a, a lover, more of a hater. <laughs> I, that, that can't possibly be true. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely can't be true. Yeah, but you can still bet $1 and turn into $100 in site credits on DraftKings Sportsbook when you download the app and use code DNVR to sign up. Uh, So again, make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free site credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win. If they win, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code DNVR on DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Wager payout inside. Credits restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And we also got to tell you that you can get 25% off your order from Strava Craft Coffee with the code DNVR25 if you're a first-time customer. Uh, if you're not, if you're a returning Strava customer, use code DNVR20 for 20% off. Get 20% off Strava Craft Coffee, which is packed with CBD. Can help relieve long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, IBS, tons of other aches and pains as well. I get it for 20% yeah, off at StravaCraftCoffee.com. And you know who's a re- who are the return customers? You former first time. Everyone that was a first time customer. That's true. Everyone that uses the the, the twenty five. Yeah. Once gonna you get Strava, you never do. go back. Come on. So I have to set the table here for the snake draft because we're doing oh, franchises. Doctor. A franchise we determined has more than two. Minimum three. Minimum three. Trilogy up. Trilogy and up. Oh. Um, now here's the other thing I'm going to say. First of all, 
to nobody's surprise, I haven't seen almost any of these movies. That's right. Like, I've, th- there are very few of these. So I am asking the panel to oh, vote boy. with their hearts. I want I, we, you could I could easily pander. I could look, easily win on, this draft by pandering. I, I have how, never pandered in how the history you, of snakes. How are you using pander? I, I'll are, pander if you want. How are you using the instructions, the intro, as for a way to lobby already lobby vote. for your own <laughs> no, terrible vote? I'm not going to win, guys. Pick. I'm not going to win this. I'm not going to win this. All I'm saying is. I want you to pick your team because this is it's simply really, explain okay, and let it happen. Wow. I'll take you're, you're, I'll you're take like the king of the jungle. The line. Dog story. Oh, I'm not going to win. I'm like telling you right now, bit. I'm not going to win. Okay. I'm going to lose. Oh, Nobody believes in me. You know, we don't have Jamal. Murray. Okay, lion first. Uh, Silverback gorilla was a close second. Put lion, okay. um, <laughs> all right, Silver I went back and forth on this a lot. Woo, I love both what's it of be? these. Oh boy, one of them contains two of the objectively greatest movies of all time. But I'm going to go with the other one, which has three of my favorite movies ever made. I'm going to take. The Lord of the Rings trilogy. Wow! I've never heard you bring up Lord of the Rings. Uh, three, my three. I could watch. I could. I've watch. never heard him talk about Lord of the Rings. Have you guys heard him? Has he ever referenced it? Um, well, typically when people are talking to you about something, they want to have a, a level, or like some common I've seen Lord understanding. Of the I've yeah. seen Lord of the like, Rings coming up to you and asking. Come about on, Lord I've of the seen. Rings. You're like, oh, hey man, do you like Gimli? And you're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just saying, you throw in a little reference, a little line. I've never heard you quote it. Look, the man, man made his get. He made his pick. It's my favorite. It's my. Those are my favorite things. It's my All favorite right. fictional universe that ever Holy was. Hey, smokes. Lord the, of the Rings is good, man. Lord no, of the Rings I mean good. not related to the height of the Hobbit, right? This isn't like. <laughs> Wait, you want Hobbit to still be on the board? No, I'm just saying. No, like, does Brendan? Short does joke. Brendan oh. feel a kinship with the Hobbits? So Two things: A, you're an asshole. B, absolutely. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, Let's go. Let's no go. <laughs> All right. Well, you made this easy for me. I'm easily taking the Godfather. Easily the. I mean, look, the third one sucks, but right, the great, two first right. two are so great. Okay, so great. that was my other. It was Godfather. Uh, okay, okay. Lord I'll take Star Wars. Let's go. Star Wars. Yeah, you're pandering. Yes, is that really your number one? Star Wars was a big part of my life. I grew up in the '70s and the '80s. You did not grow up in the '70s. I grew up from 1978 on. He was like, he was two by the time the '80s arrived. I just <laughs> shat my pants and said, "One thing." He grew from here to here. One thing. Original Star Wars. Yeah, I Came remember seeing it in theaters when I was yeah when just, I was zero. All right, '80s. Is that, right. Does that work for you guys? All right. in the '80s. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Truly Star good. Wars is like Star Wars like... is good. I just didn't. I didn't. Again, I'd never heard him talk about Star Wars before. So, here we dude, are. Star Wars as a first round movie franchise pick is like a mortal lock. It's a lock. Yeah. That's why I say you could pander here. But all right, okay. So if I want, can I? Uh, this is the, my first question of the draft. I'll probably have here. Many. We go. This guy. Can I take this guy. Batman and what falls under that? You, all Batman all movies. Yes, you. Okay. Yes, you can. I will. Man. I will take Batman. That's a great. T- yeah, I yeah. think it's all okay. Batman. The old, the 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 yeah. Burtons. I, and I will the take Nolans. all of Batman. No, 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 no. There's Batman and there's Dark Knight. Those are two distinctly I, I different. I, I, I don't, I don't think know. So. I'm gonna. Yes. I would put the Nolan trilogy in the Batman. No, franchise. that's Dark Knight. That that itself has three entries. <sighs> man, man, this is a tough one. Kale, 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 you. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Are we going I'm to? Gonna, I'm gonna say Batman's an umbrella franchise. Boom. Gets all, all right. Gets all Batman's. I agree. Where is the Kale? Kale locks his keys in his car at Taco Bell. There's a lot. <laughs> He's gonna be the judge on anything. Kale puts up a picture of Colin Sexton for our goddamn. Leave Kale alone. I will say. 
I think Batman is pretty Ridic- good. This is I ridiculous. Think it's pretty good. This is ridiculous. Okay. It's pretty good. Uh, um, there are some bad Batmans though. The one with sure. like Mr. Freeze. There are some like, terrible. Some terrible. Ones. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. You know what? The TV show Batman probably the best Batman though. Whenever you that make that, <laughs> it doesn't of, count here though. Whenever you make that one, many of one type of movie, you're gonna have a lot of misses. Yeah, that's like, true. You're just gonna have some. It's true. All right, uh, what do we got? My next pick. I'm gonna take Oceans. Oh come on! You son of yeah, a bitch! You son of a... I, I thought. Oh, I thought, I thought that was gonna be late. To the yeah. fifth round. I, I, I didn't think could. that was coming back around uh, for me. So Ocean's I, Eleven. I pick. Now. Ocean's Eleven is incredibly rewatchable. It's a perfect movie. Incredibly uh, the rewatchable. Most rewatchable movie of it's, all time. Oh, I think. You can just watch one scene. I'm gonna, gonna go home and watch it. I will take James Bond. James Bond's a good one, man. This is this draft is really going. Good thing I put a lot of backups. Wow, this is tough. I am going to take. Rocky. All of them, including this gets Creed. We get the whole umbrella here. I was thinking about this. This is all Rocky. Rocky. I will say Rocky 1 I still think is really good. Yes, it's old. It's a little slow, whatever. Um, you know, Rocky 2 is all right. Rocky 3 has one great scene in it. It's a really bad movie, but it's got a great scene. Rocky 4, great pulp. <laughs> Rocky 5 is terrible. Great pulp, like uh, like a glass of orange juice. Right? <laughs> Rocky 4 is just a hilarious <laughs> idea of a movie. All right, kill. Um, he ends the Cold War. I'm not sure if, <laughs> if you if you could change and I could change. <laughs> I'm not sure if I would take this one here in terms of my personal rankings, but I don't think it'll stay on the board. So I gotta grab it. Man, it's the it's the burden of the first pick, brother. Uh Avengers. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. I mean, you're contractually obligated. Yeah, never seen it. I'm sure, right. it's terrible. <laughs> I hear Spider-Man dies. Spoiler alert. Speaking of which, not true. He doesn't? Nope. Well, it doesn't matter. I will take <laughs> the Spider-Man film franchise. Avengers and okay. Spider-Man coming in. All righty. As, as we clarified with Batman, this includes every iteration of the Spider-Man. Who are the Spider-Man? So, like, the one is Tobey Maguire. The other one is Andrew Garfield. Which one's better? The Well, the most recent one is Tom Holland, and in my opinion, he's the best Spider-Man. He's the best Spider-Man? Yeah. Spider-Man's kind of like a loser. And then he gets superpowers. <laughs> he actually is. He <laughs> can't get the girl, yeah. and then he gets the girl. Well, all right. Well, it didn't necessarily make him a loser, but I just thought he was like a loser. All right. Next for me, <laughs> I'm going to take Jurassic Park. Okay. Wow. Jurassic wow. Park. Does it bother you that most of them suck? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I would. I would actually personally argue that they all suck, except for the first do ever, one. Do you ever wish, like me, that they would the next one they'll just have like a nice day at the park? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like they'll Dude, just like they'll nothing, just, just nothing happens. Yeah, it'll just be like about the rides and the family and the bonding. Yeah. It'll be like a. <laughs> you don't understand that how much I love the original Jurassic Park is so much, and how much I hate all the other ones. The worst one was Jurassic World, where they come up with a di- they have to invent a dinosaur that is better than the T Rex. It's just yeah. the dumbest thing, man. I couldn't agree oh, more. Yeah, and like that's Dragon Ball dinosaurs Z. aren't cool enough. It's like Dragon Ball Z. Like each week is the new most powerful villain yes, in the exactly, universe. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He eats T Rexes. Like oh, yeah, the scale's just. I will take Alien. Ooh. Oh, wow. all right. Okay. Alien. Never seen it. Um, <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> have half of these though. Spider-Man I'm going to take Terminator. Oh, it's good. Terminator's it's good. a good yeah, one. Wow. It's good. You guys are not going where I thought you would. This is good. And we're complex people. Coming yeah, around, film, I don't know if I want to save this one to the end. I will save it to the end. I'm not going to take it now. Uh, I'll take Pirates of the Caribbean. Whoa, what wow. a terrible choice. Yeah. Wow. Is it, is, Pirates movies are kind of sick. So I, <laughs> they, they're kind of dope. They're sick like They're kind of dope. They are. 
Yeah. yeah. Kind of sick. Dude, I also love that they are said, sick like scurvy. I've never heard it pronounced Caribbean in that context. Me either. I've always Caribbean. heard it Pirates of the Caribbean, not oh, Caribbean. Not as like Caribbean I food. I haven't said it in so long. You, you have a good point. It's like um, pecan and pecan, but yeah. it, it's always pecan. Pecan. Caramel, caramel. I, th- there are a few words Caribbean. that I myself don't know how I pronounce. I <laughs> right, it's different every time. All right, Pirates of the Caribbean. All right. Oh, boy, this is tough. This is tough. Right. Am I pandering or am I speaking you're to my own heart? You're always pandering. We know the answer to this. <laughs> Who do I want? How do I want to be judged by those around me? I will take with the one, two, three, four, with my fourth round pick, I will take Mad Max. Let's go. Oh, wow. shit. Eric, I want to vote for your team. Wow. Good pick. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Didn't do it for me. Yeah, that's the least surprising. <laughs> Not surprising. I was, I was going to say that for you. All right. I am up, and I am taking Before Sunrise. Love that movie. Good Love that trailer. Good I, Before Sunset is one of my favorite movies of all time. Did that win Sundance in 95? B- before, su- before Sun... It was Before Sundance. Before Sunrise. <laughs> cool. Before Sunset is the best of them. Yeah. And then Before Midnight, I think, is good. It's a little heavy, but it's, sure, good. Sure. But it's good. If you're not uh, into dialogue, skip all of these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, you people, people that's know brand. before sunrise. What? That's people brand. know before First of all, sunrise. great series, great movie. Second of all, have you met Adam? Yeah, also, like, are you new here? <laughs> CEO of the company? <laughs> he will. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, don't that, worry that, about that. This will take care of itself. Do I get two? Do I wrap up my Yeah, team? you wrap it up yeah. here. All right, I'm going to go with one. Um, I don't know if this is from the heart, but oh boy. slept on, but should be on this list. Hard left turn anyone's taken so far. Put the Toy Story film. Damn it, I, I should have taken. I was trying to decide which one would still be left. God damn it. I'm going to have to take a movie I don't like in the fifth. And uh, you guys know what I love to do with my fifth Toy Story's round. great. You win. I, I always, I always in the fifth round, I always go for something that I love. That we're, is, not, we're just going to gloss over Toy Story. We're not going to sit here and talk about how great every oh, single great. installment every single is. Great. Every it's a rare great. one where every single one they made is a very good movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a really hard left turn. And then look, guys, I think this is in line with my cookout pick. Um, oh, what did I take last time? Fifth. Oh, you took justified. Like, justified. Yeah. So this is an equivalent, I think. Um, particularly the remakes, who super underrated. I will take Night the, at the Museum. I will take the of the Apes franchise. Ah, the that's, the good that's a good one. Okay. Planet of the Apes. That's a really good one. You're gonna win this one with those yeah, last two picks. Honestly, your last two picks are your best two picks. Thanks, man. Really good. Um. I am out of movies that I like, so I am now going to have to take a movie I kind of like, a series, which is Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is really good. All of them it are really, 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 really uh, enjoyable. Not the, oh, last the, one. The, the latest ones actually Dude, suck. You don't and have I to will, sell it. And I, will, I will cap off my winning efforts here by choosing Back to the Future. Dude, oh, I was going to take so that one. It was between, oh. I was going between those Dude, two. I, I, I can't forgot believe you took that. Back to the Future. Dude, I, I'm, at, I, I'm in it to win it, my friends. Eric, we're gonna, <laughs> Eric, we might come down to the line on this one, buddy. Yeah, like yours is what you get when, when you're babysitting a child and you don't want to pay any attention to them. You throw on your picks. Yeah, play oh, it wow. the eight, for sure. <laughs> they, kids love that. that was, well, until the end. Right? <laughs> I mean, Back to the Future, the first <laughs> one was incredible. <laughs> the next two sucked, right? Oh, no. The next two are both really good. Really? It's not as good as the first one. Yeah, Back to the Future is like intriguing the whole time. It's a, it's a, it's a, they're really good. All right, what do we got? Oh, last one. my <laughs> last pick, man, gotta gotta end on an exclamation point. Entourage. I am gonna go with Austin Powers. Wow, Whoa, that's wow. One, dude, that's one movie three times. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, listen, guys, I'm really proud of us uh, for none of us took Harry Potter. We're going to get crushed on that in the comments. I'm fine. Fast and Furious. Yeah. One of the issues with the Fast and the Furious franchise is how horrible it is. Yeah, the way that it's a a bunch of bad movies. Yeah. (laughs) The first one, though, on the list. Wow. Wait to see how the votes come in. I actually think I might take third in this, not fourth. I think I might be Harrison. I might take fourth. I might be Harrison. I thought I was going to for sure come in dead last. We just got dislike because we didn't take Harry Potter. <laughs> Tough scene. Well, oh. guys, guys, spoiler alert. We're adults. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> took Toy Story. <laughs> Toy Story. I, I probably should have taken Harry Potter. Yeah, you should have. The you movies aren't that good, though. Like, the Harry Potter lore is awesome, but the I movies like the are... I Okay. I saw one Harry Potter once. I don't remember anything about it. Okay. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Thanks for tuning in for our snake draft. Let us know. We're going to tweet this out on our Twitter account, at DNVR underscore Nuggets. You can vote to let us know who's going to win. Be honest, you know. Be honest. Don't uh, you hear this more pandering? Adam Adam weaves in. Search your feelings. (laughs) You know that you could could go a little surface level, but you could show who you are as a person with a certain vote. That's right. All right. Uh, Thanks, everybody. Hit the like button on the way out. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Chris Dempsey in the house tomorrow, guys, right here in this in the studio. We'll see you guys tomorrow. And before we get out of here, guys, make sure to put in your order for Hassel Cattle Company. If you didn't get in on D-Line's order that he just put in yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, many people got in on that order. Uh, But if you need to put one in, go to HasselCattleCompany.com. You can use code DNVR10 for 10% off your entire order. Any orders over 200 bucks, you will receive free shipping. And if you want to take advantage of their buy three, get one free deal on their flank steaks, you can still do that when you use the promo code DNVR flank, DNVR F-L-A-N-K at hasslecattlecompany.com. You can buy three flank steaks. They're just $9.99 a piece, super flavorful, uh, really lean, really tasty. And you can buy three of those, get one free with the code DNVR flank. If you're in the area, stop into the DNVR bar. Our burgers are my personal go-to option on the menu. And of course, they've got Wagyu beef on them. So uh, make sure to check that out if you're in the area. Yep. Just uh, delete that.